Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Poppin' Off with Phil, the podcast. It is Tuesday, our favorite day of the week, and I'm happy to be here, and I hope you are too. Hope that your new year has gotten off to a great start. Um, Just a reminder, new year, resolutions, new ideas, new year, new me, starts whenever you want to make a change. You don't have to wait till January 1st to start doing better, to start eating better, to start being more fiscally and financially responsible, to... Uh, to be a better friend, to be a better husband, to be a better wife, to be a better lover, to be a better son. You can start that anytime you realize that there needs to be a change. So just keep that in mind. I'm not going to harp on that today. I, you know, when I started this podcast, I never wanted it to to focus too heavily on what I consider popular culture. There's a lot of podcasts that deal with what's on the blog, that deal with what's in the media, um, But I feel like I would do myself a disservice and I would do my community of listeners a disservice if I didn't really address what has become a real hot button issue over the last week, which is the Surviving R. Kelly series that is being played on Lifetime. I don't particularly want to talk about the situation itself, but I do have questions, you know, our community the beloved community, the community of African-Americans, at one point had a code. And and part of that code was making sure that we as a community protected the elders of our community, the women of our community, and the children of our community. And with the whole R. Kelly situation, two of those protected groups, they're they're being violated. And that's children and women. Uh, Children are being violated before they even get to the point where they could come or grow into womanhood. And that's a problem. Now listen, I, I'm i not going to lie. I enjoy R. Kelly's music. He writes good music. He does. But is my love for his music enough to overshadow the disservice that he's done to my community it's not it's not um i know in the spirit of being woke we as black people have to give up a lot and a lot of times we have to shoulder and shoulder up burdens that that we don't feel are ours you know it feels like every week somebody's asking us to to not watch something to not go somewhere to not buy something not eat something you know things that we shouldn't patronize uh places we shouldn't go it's a lot we we're giving up a lot but at the point where we are willing to sacrifice the lives of others just so that we can step in the name of love come on y'all we got we got to wake up we got to do better about protecting our own black women have very little to no agency it's a sliding scale from little agency to no agency whatsoever at least being a black male I have male privilege but being a black woman you don't have male privilege and you're not a white woman so the the tears of a black woman the the screams of a black woman do not reverberate through a house um, like the tears and screams of a white woman and we've seen that time and time again we respond differently to the outcry of black women than we do to white women. White women are regarded as infallible. 
They can't make a mistake. Um, they are, their fragility is praised and honored. Black women don't have that same privilege. Um, anytime a black woman finds herself in a situation, there are always this, there are always outside stimuli that are used to justify the treatment she's received. And you can see it very plainly in the case of R. Kelly. I didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember watching the trial. Um, I definitely wasn't that informed about things at that time. One, because there was nobody necessarily around me saying, this is a choice that we need to make. I, my family didn't even talk about R. Kelly. So, you know, I don't know. But when the trial actually did happen, you know, it was all, it was everybody's fault in that room, but his for the treatment that those young women had received. It was a mechanism of bad parenting. It was a mechanism of, 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 of a young woman being poor, a mechanism of a young woman being fast. A, young, a mechanism of a young woman putting herself in situations she shouldn't put herself in. Um, wearing things she shouldn't wear. It was literally all of these things happened to these young women because of choices that she made or choices that she was making that were not prevented by her parents and I just think that that's a sad excuse because it doesn't put any onus on Robert Kelly for what he did really I've been a juror and I was on a case um, for sexual aggravated battery here in Georgia and that particular crime if convicted has a mandatory sentence of 25 years there was a young black man on trial younger than I am or then or younger than I was at the time and he has sexually assaulted the daughter of his girlfriend there was a lot wrong in this case. The fact that he was in his 20s, the fact that she was in her 40s, the fact that she had children, teenage children, um, that weren't very far in age from him in the house. Um, the fact that there seemed to be no structure in the home. Even the, the situation that allowed for this type of sexual assault to happen all of those things made it difficult to just solely convict him I felt like there and some of the other jurors shared the same sentiment that there were other people who should have been convicted but the bottom line is whether I felt the 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 punishment fit the crime um or not he had to be held accountable for 
his misdealings, for his misgivings, for his poor behavior. And I think that we all agreed on that. Though we may not have necessarily agreed with the length of time or the process, we all agreed that there needed to be some level of accountability. Why is it that we can't make that same determination with with Robert Kelly? You know, um, what more do we need to know? What more do we need to see? Oh, what other stories do we need to hear? The The point is just making him accountable. That doesn't... Uh, absolve the other people and when I say other people not the victims it it doesn't absolve the parents it doesn't absolve the people in R. Kelly's camp who watched or knew or assumed that things were going on the people who didn't check him the people who didn't try to get him help doesn't absolve those people those people should be held accountable too but guess how we hold them accountable by making him accountable If he can't work, he can't pay them. Okay? So we have to start looking at things in that way. Um, It's just amazing because I've read so many things, so many comments. and And it doesn't surprise me, but it is a little... It doesn't surprise me, but it I do gasp. When I see other women, especially women of color, women who realize that they don't have agency, um, declare that he didn't do anything wrong or these women were in the wrong. And I, and it's, it's just disheartening that we've gotten to this place. And I just really want us to take a deep dive to figure it out, to take to, to really figure out What's more important? Listen, growing up, long before R. Kelly, we were able to do the electric slide and the hustle to My Eyes Don't Cry No More by Stevie Wonder. Um, the black event, the barbecue, the, the reception, uh, the pool party will survive with the music of Stevie Wonder and Earth, Wind & Fire. We don't have to listen to R. Kelly. We don't. We don't. And, and like I said, I understand for a lot of people it's not easy because it is good music. I Believe I Can Fly was definitely the graduation song that we sang when I, when I, when I left or the, the, the commencement song that we sang when I left the sixth grade. It was certainly what we chose. And I know for a fact that it has been sung by me. Listen to Yolanda Adams' version of I Believe I Can Fly. You know, Um, (laughs) you know, there there are other options out there for us. I just want us to do better about recognizing when it's okay to let something or someone go. If what they stand for, what they believe or their actions don't support the uplift of our community. Um, I was watching, watching a documentary and there was this woman on there by the name of Olive McQueen. And she said something that really struck a chord with me. And I don't have children. Um, I have a godson um, that I love dearly. You know, he means the world to me. And in a very short period of time, I have younger cousins that mean the world to me. I can't imagine what it would be like to be a parent 
and my child be hurt. But what I do know is that when a person becomes a parent, a parent, not a baby daddy, baby mama, a parent, that their whole idea about life changes. There's a metamorphosis. And they get to a point where they would give their life and take yours if it meant saving their child. And Olive McQueen, and I don't remember what this documentary was about, but it was obviously about children. And she said, if you don't make the world safe out there for children who are not your children, then your children won't be safe. So if we're not promoting agency for other children of color, for other women, then that in turn means that our own households are not safe. Our women and our children are not safe because we see this all the time. Um, you know, we, we, a lot of times we like to play bystander. It ain't my situation. It ain't my, my, this would never happen to my child. This would never happen to my wife. All of these people sitting in this, on, uh, sitting in and talking about this documentary felt the same way. There's a young woman who went to the trial because she loved R. Kelly. Because there was an infatuation with R. Kelly. She went to the trial. She skipped school. Her mother didn't know she was doing that. And then she in turn baited another young woman who, who shared that love and admiration and infatuation for R. Kelly to join in in the activities that she was participating in. Activities that didn't make her feel great. Activities that that were questionable to her but she went along with it because who he is and who he was and what he represented and she drug somebody else into that you know we gotta do a better job of making sure that the people that we love are protected and if that means that we have to cancel our Kelly if that means that we have to... Celine Dion got a lot of songs. Janet Jackson has a lot of songs. Lady Gaga has a lot of songs. If I have to stop listening to the song that was produced by R. Kelly for them, then so be it. I love Whitney Elizabeth Houston. If I can't listen to I Look To You anymore, I'll live. She has a, a, a plethora, a bevy of hits that I can listen to that would facilitate and quench my Whitney Houston thirst. It's it's hard out there for our community, especially our women, especially our children. Um, There's a lot of mechanisms that are put in place that have been set in place to make things more challenging for them. And we have to, in some way, realize that, respect that, and then try to, excuse me, and then try to correct that the best way that we can, you know? And and I was listening to a woman yesterday talking about our dollars. And, and our dollars mean something. We as consumers have a lot of power. We have a lot of power as consumers. A lot of power. 
There's a lot of things that we don't have to deal with. We don't have to buy. And we can still make it. You know, R. Kelly might be one of those people, might be one of those things. Again, I know it's not easy, but it's just something that we need to think about. Because if we aren't looking out for ourselves, who is? Because all of the systems in place will fail us continuously. And they have failed us. And, And so that means that we have to create a system within a system that protects us. That protects our interest. Um, it's just food for thought, you know. I am, I, uh, I'm not an extremist, so I'm not necessarily about to go through the process of being on social media and talking about all the people that I cancel because I, I don't feel like I need to do that. If I decide not to to deal with someone anymore because of the choices that they make, that doesn't have to be a public declaration. Um, But I am watching. I am watching because I want to make sure that when I do bring children in the world, that my children are safe. And if 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 my community or members of my community don't care about other people's children, then my children won't stand a chance. And that is something that I take very seriously. So accountability, it's important. Keep that in mind because that's what we're talking about today. I love you guys for continuously tuning in, listening to me rant and rave and ramble about what's going on and how I think and how I feel about certain things. Good news. Popping Off With Phil now has its own Instagram page, a place where other co-hosts can come and and talk amongst themselves and discuss and chat and give me some feedback. You know, maybe there's some things you want to hear. Maybe there's some things you don't agree with. I can address. Maybe there are some questions or maybe I should have said something that I, I didn't say or maybe I shouldn't have said something that I did say. That's our space to to commune with one another. It is at popping off with feel. Just that simple. Just like the podcast itself. Please, please, please follow this page and start dialoguing with myself and other co-hosts. I think I got two followers. I'm trying not to like follow a bunch of people. Like I want people to follow the page and then the page itself will probably follow those people as well. But I really just want to use this as a way to kind of communicate with you guys to get your ideas out there to ask some direct feedback because in that space I can ask you questions and you guys can respond. Um, So I'm really looking forward to that new level of engagement. Um, Just keep continuing to rate and review and listen listening to me and all of the different avenues that you do there's multiple platforms where you can hear me um i guess most popular are google and apple Podcasts, but obviously there are other places i know people like to listen to me at spotify and whatnot like that but just keep listening and when you get an opportunity rate and review and please 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 follow at popping off with phil on instagram love to see you there um I'll remind you (laughs) as much as I possibly can. You guys have a beautiful Tuesday. And remember, accountability is key. Peace.